Yes, sir, we promised you a great man. Andre, the You know what I'm saying? What else do I expect to see? You know? Talk to me. Tell me well, I mean, something. There's, there's more than that, Truth. What's that? You didn't see this? John Cena's here. Right John, here? Where he at? John Cena's right over there. Okay, excuse me. I got to go. Yeah. Where's John? Bye, John's sure. right over Wait, there. John! JC! John! Oh! oh! Wait. Oh, my. Is this really? Is this happening right now? Oh, my goodness. One, two, three, go, oh, here is your winner and the new 24-7 champion, Peter Rosenberg! I'm gonna get you, Michael Jackson! My... Sports and Recreation Podcast, home of the former, the one-time WWE 24-7 champion, Peter Rosenberg. That's me. I'm joined all the way in Philadelphia by the physically large SG to the G. How are you? I'm doing great, Peter. You're, you're forever our champion. Uh, well, uh, I was so touched by all of your words, SGG. So many words. Well, we'll get to it. But we're also joined... <laughs> Well, we're also uh, joined in Los Angeles by the advocate for the t- former 24-7 champion, Brian Dipperstein. Boy, did we get our raccoons worth this weekend. <laughs> tell me tell me that this Royal Rumble weekend did not hit different. <laughs> can't, can't do it. Confirmed. The vibes are known. Um, and I'm sorry we didn't get to do this earlier. It's just been hectic. Uh, there were uh, there were thoughts about doing it while I was still champion, and I thought that maybe I'd be I'd have it for longer, and I I, I would avoid the pitfall that I fell into on Monday afternoon um, evening. But the bottom line is this: What are your thoughts? I I thought we'd have many many weeks. Uh, to do cheap heat with the Rosenberg, Peter Rosenberg as a 24-7 champion. I, I saw you holding it all the way to WrestleMania. I saw you going to the big show, the biggest stage after okay. a, a world tour through sports, entertainment, and hip-hop media with the 24-7 yep. championship, taking it to heights that has never seen before, and then maybe dropping it to WrestleMania, maybe taking it to SummerSlam. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Now, SUG, you actually did come up with. I saw you post some actual stats about the twenty four seven championship, which uh, which shocked me. Yes, you broke records. You made history. Did you see this dip? You saw this dip? Yeah, yeah, of course. Peter, go ahead. What are the stats? Run it Rosenberg's, up. Run it up. 
Peter Rogersberg's 24-7 championship reign, just by the fact of holding this championship, he has spent more time in the WWE as a champion than Dusty Rhodes, than Jake the Snake, and, and on and on. There's, it's a long list of legendary names that, that cannot say, than Jerry Lawler, a long list of names that cannot say they've done what Peter Rosenberg has done in the WWE, and that is hold a championship. And, and I texted you this on Sunday too, Pete. I was highly offended when the kickoff show started and Charlie Caruso said, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, and then, and then mocked you for not being in the Hall of Fame. Well, maybe next time she can say former champion, former champion, former champion, and look at Jerry King Lawler and say, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, but you have never and will never hold a championship oh, in the wow. WWE. Wow, that is a – listen, these are not the words of myself. SGG speaks for himself. Yeah. Uh, an aggressive an, aggr- an aggressive take, no doubt. Now, real quick, I, I am curious. So you guys were on the Zoom when this happened. Uh, dip, w- take, take me through. What th- and by, oh, by the way, real quick, if you are joining the show right now and you're thinking, I don't want to hear – them ramble on and on about Rosenberg's 24-7 championship. I got news for you. Skip to next week's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> We're rambling and rambling. And, and we will, we'll get to the actual rumble itself, too. But let's, uh, let's all relax for a second. Um, wait, so, Dip, what happened on the, uh, on the Jew World Order and Friends um, uh, Zoom? I, I got to tell you, I, um, I said to the, to the Zoom, you know, I really like the way they're, you know, doing like a panel in the middle of the show. You know, I, it actually gives like some legitimacy to it and makes it feel like a little bit of a sports broadcast. And then all of a sudden, when oh, truth popped okay. up, I it was explosive. I, I was a it was a euphoric feeling that I I don't think that I've ever felt. I, I you know I've you know who knows we've all you know drank a lot done a lot of God knows what, you know, I've, I, but I've never had the intoxicating feel that I felt knowing what was about to happen. Okay. So SGG, when did you, when did you, when did it cross your mind that this could be happening? So, you know, they put the kickoff panel in the middle of the show and I didn't think anything of it. I thought it was cool, but I didn't think anything of it. And then our truth comes and takes your seat. And I still am not thinking anything of it. And then I see you wave at someone off screen <laughs> the referee and I grab crystal I go oh my god Rosenberg's about to become 24-7 chip <laughs> you my friend did not let me down you did what you had to do and and I, I saw some scuttlebutt about you know you st- getting Black History Month started off on the wrong foot <laughs> oh please that's only Ebro that only Ebro only, first of all it was January second of all only Ebro it was the, it was the end of January you did exactly what you had to do for the end of January, and you brought you brought a championship home for the home team. Oh man, it was a it was the greatest moment of my life. It was a it was a <laughs> it was a who popped the hardest on the Zoom? Every it wasn't everyone was in shock, right? Yeah. It was in, everyone was in shock. It was a shocking, I think, lender problem. <laughs> But I think I think everyone was. I mean, I knew what was happening. Not I pre, not ahead of time. I was work to Jace. You were work to Jace. I was work to Jace, and everyone uh, else. <laughs> and uh, 
It was it was like a it was shock and all. It was shock and all. Um, it was so like at some point down the line, you know, for the people who have been with us for years and will be with us for years, who have been with us since years ago, for for you guys down the line, I'll tell the the the, the whole story. There'll be a there'll be a, a day of twenty four seven a biopic. I mean, this will live on forever. But what I can say now is, I I did not think it was going to happen that I would get that opportunity at that time. I thought it might happen during the kickoff show. Then I thought it wasn't going to happen at all. And then I find out that it's going to happen during the Royal Rumble. We're going to I'm going to run into our truth during the Royal Rumble. And I was like, "Okay, not what I was expecting." Our truth always Thank pops you. up at these kickoff panels. That's another thing. You mentioned it too. He he always pops up at these kickoff panels and uh, you know. Uh, let me just say that he, oh, by the way, it's, I cannot believe that man's 49 years old. It's insanity. It's pure insanity. I mean, there's black, there, there's black don't crack, and then there's our truth. I mean, this is a, it's insane. After that low blow, he, he, hit, the, he hit, the heart, hit the floor like a 49-year-old. You dropped him uh, like a 49-year-old, and you took that championship like you're supposed to do. You know, you, you know people were criticizing the roll-up. Let me tell you something, okay? Wasn't a roll-up. Wasn't a roll-up. Well, I know, but let me tell you something. But go ahead. If you really want to effectively secure the pin, you had both of his thighs and both to the, to the point where he couldn't even bring his shoulders up. I thought it was a beautiful pin. Here's but, the other thing. It's, go ahead, Ashiji. I'm sorry. No matter how it looked, it's not a beauty contest. It's a pin your opponent to the mat contest. And the ref counted Correct. three, and it was effective. And that's it. Well, I, that, that was... That was that's 100 percent right. And a lot of people like people who know wrestling, that wasn't a great roll up. It's not the roll up championship. OK, it wasn't a roll up. That would be I, I stacked him up. It wasn't a roll up. So it's I couldn't have rolled him up from that. I mean, I guess if he was hunched over, I could have tried to roll him backwards. But that doesn't make sense because he's falling forwards. So if he falls Oh, oh, I forgot. There's also the part I'm not a wrestler. So I don't even know how to do a roll-up. I forgot about that. So he's falling forwards. My goal is jump on top of him with all my body weight, um, which now is less than it was in the past. I have 180, 182 pounds to try to drop on top of this strong man and hold him down as best I can. And that was the most effective way to do it. So I did what I could. Now, I'll tell you one thing. The one thing that shocked me about the entire experience has been you would not think that at this point in my life it would be possible that I could have a new respect for professional wrestlers. But somehow, after the highest level of respect that I already have for this craft, I now have a different level of respect for it for how much thought I had to put into and 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 really had to work on figuring out how to do everything the right way and not screw it up in my one opportunity that I had it is and and I did it ugly so imagine trying to do it make it look beautiful I my level of respect for what they do you think it's the most simple thing in the world like oh you know hit someone get them down pin them no problem it, this is your live. It's live, pal. It's live, pal. Any little thing that goes wrong, and it's not. I, it's not gonna work. Like if I wasn't able to do it 
the way I needed to do. I'm not getting a three count. It's not going to happen. And I, I just did not realize how much even something that seems so basic. And, you know, I went back and watched the Rob Stone one on Fox because that was like another announcer who did it. On the Rob Stone one, R-Truth tripped and fell and and hit his head. He tripped and fell and hit his head on the title, I think. Um, this was a different ball game altogether. This was an actual physical matchup. And and the best thing of all the amazing things about it may be that if you go to watch the Royal Rumble pay-per-view, one of the chapters says Peter Rosenberg versus R-Truth. I love it. It's the best ever. I love that. I so think much. you, you could have jumped over and done a bridge pin. Oh, you know what? One of the best points you've ever made. However, the reason I did the Barbados. That, the the reason I thought about that. Yeah, not in the Barbados suit. But the reason I thought about that and, and opted against, that floor is slippery. I my I would have done it my I would have slipped out and, and let go of his legs. I had to just get my weight down and you saw my feet slipping on the floor. I had to just get my weight down on top of him as best I could. Now, I don't want to talk about what happened the next day. You can watch it. Yeah, um, that was very, very unprofessional on his part. First, first unprofessional part was showing up at your place of work to take you. your seat to put himself in the position to even lose the championship. Good. And then and then the, the level of bitter that he has to be to – after showing up at your place of work and and learning his lesson, you would think he shows up at your place of work again to 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 take the championship. It's I mean, it's no, it wasn't right. And uh, I I am talking, I'm talking to SGG and my brother, and we're putting together some paperwork. And I think I can fight this. I I th- I don't I don't I don't know that that was legal. Definitely I, some I wanna... trespassing. There, there was a, a balcony usage. <laughs> I want to explore I want to explore all legal angles about this championship this travesty and we'll see maybe in fact I'm still the ch- maybe I'm still the champion I'm going to start a re- I'm going to start a reddit page I'm going to start a group um we're going to fight this tooth and nail he's the interim so, champion you are still the champion you know what SGG it's a great it's a great point by you um I will say this it has been I, I literally today has been like coming down. I like feel withdrawal from the level of high I was off of the fun of the whole thing. Um, and I just want to give a shout out to our listeners who were so excited and supportive. I haven't even looked SGG at like at the, the emails yet. Thousands um, of tweets. I'm going to tell you, we're going to get it yeah, back. It was, we're going to get crazy. that title back. <laughs> we are. We are. Yeah. Well, you are the advocate. So let's uh, a couple pieces of mail here. Mail. Jimmy wrote, you won exclamation points. And then the email just says, holy S. Um, thank you. Very kind of you, Jimmy. Um. Matthew writes us, the champ, congrats on the 24-7 title win. Too bad R-Truth thought you were Michael K, LMAO. Graves said at least David Arquette is off the hook. Happy to see you living all your dreams. Keep going, champ. That's so nice of you. And by the way, a lot of people brought up um, David Arquette. 
just to be clear, the travesty of David Arquette, he won the World Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> right. I I am very proud of my title reign, but I do need to remind you that it's been previously held by the gobbledygooker. Okay? <laughs> right. Rob and Santa Claus. Who's Rob Gronkowski yeah. held it hostage. <laughs> Wait. Um, uh, so I'm laughing still because Dip said Santa Claus is a great guy. What did you say? Rob Gronkowski held it hostage. He won it. Yeah, exactly. Mail. Nick writes us, unbelievable, brother. So effing mage. Um, Mark McKenzie writes us, forever in the record books. Pete, Dip, and Stat Statterson. I lost it when you won the title. Marked out so hard. I really felt a part of something special knowing that I'm one of the OG Cheap Heat fans. You're going to forever be a part of WWE history. You held a championship. I'm so bleeping happy for you. Dip, time for them raccoons, bud. Stay mage and take it easy, man. <laughs> he knows the vibes 100%, this guy. Um, Pierce writes us and says, Greetings, champ. I've been listening and occasionally Twitter interacting since the Shoemaker era, and I think I speak for the whole Cheap Heat universe when I say that seeing you win the 24-7 was a special moment for us. I can only imagine how special for you. Well-deserved and congratulations. Now for the long-awaited Rosenberg-Roberts title feud. Take it easy and, of course, enjoy yourself. We know that wouldn't be a real... We know that wouldn't be a real, you know. No. Match. All you would need is the finger the finger poke of doom on that guy. Yeah. So one... <laughs> someone said... Uh, someone says, made shirt idea. And it's just a picture of me pinning our truth. Literally... <laughs> It's a, I got to tell you, it's a hilarious. He wrote, Joe resent it and said, I'll buy 10 of them. It's a hilarious shirt idea because it's the, the pin in a still shot is such an awkward still <laughs> shot. So, and there's a ref counting, and it looks like I've just mounted our truth. The idea of that picture, and it just says like champion or something, you know, is there's a, there's a lot you could do here. Now, I will say one thing I want to say early before we forget. Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com would love to get the shirt idea from one of our listeners. Because I don't know what the shirt is, SUG, but obviously this has to be the next shirt. Yeah, this moment has to be commemorated. It, it's a part of Cheap Heat history, and it's a part of WWE history. And although you're the only one who can get your hands on the actual title, we need something for our listeners to take home and celebrate with, too. Yeah. It- Julian says... Go ahead. Dip, I was just I was just going to say we need merch. I mean, there's just no questions asked. I mean, I I didn't know what to put on this morning. I could have put on, yeah. you know, instead of my usual orange cashmere sweater. But there, there's like so many ways to go with what the shirt could be. You know, like you could go with the more obvious John Cena, like the 24 seven title on the bottom. There's there's like there's so much wording that can be done. There, there's just. I leave it to our creative listeners. I want to see the ideas. Um, I, I would love to get something awesome done. Uh, Julian says, I just popped so hard. I saw you calling a ref over behind Truth and knew what was coming. You did it. You're an officially sanctioned champion in WWE. Way to go, Majesty. Much love, Julian from Milwaukee. <laughs> Mark writes us. The The subject is celebrity wing 1,000%. I said it. <laughs> I said, I said it. He said, he says, twenty four seven champion Rosenberg and Sporty G. Uh, 
24-7 champion Rosenberg and Sporty G. The Royal Rumble was enjoyable, and then it happened. A childhood dream came true. Ignore all the hate from JBL and Graves. You did something that I never thought was possible. You made me emotionally invested in the 24-7 title. <laughs> I legit popped and clapped when you put in that deep cover. Anyway, show isn't over. Just wanted to say congrats. This is all during the show. <laughs> Nicholas writes, and new. Oh, mage one. I literally spit out my drink. I popped so hard. Congratulations, champ. Hashtag you deserve it. This has been my favorite thing maybe of this whole experience. Mail. Uh, let's see. Brandon writes and new also. Um, when you think of mage 24-7 champions, you think of names like Tamina, Tucker Knight, Kelly Kelly, Rob Gronkowski, and now Peter Rosenberg. Though, we should address the most repug-looking pin of all time. I hope you bought Truth Dinner first. Long may you reign, and watch out for the roll-up. All kidding aside, happy for you, and it looks like you had fun. Um, he said the look on JBL's face was priceless. Green for the gold. Oh, no, he said green and gold for life. Sorry, I thought he was saying that JBL mage, was jealous mage. green for the gold. He said green and gold for life. Currently staying mage, Brandon. David writes... You redeemed the pandemic. Greetings, your majesty and the heat business. I'd like to start by saying I've lived in St. Petersburg, just a few blocks north of Tropicana Field, and I was watching the rumble on a projector in my yard. My wife and I could hear the pyro from the stadium as things happened on our screen. <laughs> it was cool to feel the boom from the winners of each rumble match, as well as some of the big entrances like Roman and Kane. However... The loudest shot we heard was one our whole universe felt concurrently. Of course, you know, it was when you shocked the world and our truth's prospects of future children with a vicious <laughs> shot and glorious victory to bring the 24-7 title home for the first time. It's been a tough year for a lot of us in our normal lives, but here in the Tampa Bay area, our wrestling lives have been hurting as well with things like losing WrestleMania last year. Being able to walk past the Thunderdome multiple times per week and not go in, having another WrestleMania in our house this year, but knowing, but not knowing if it's morally responsible to be in large crowds. It's hard, but damn it, seeing the guy you've been listening to since the pre-stat guy era go out there and win an actual WWE championship seems to make it sting a whole lot less. Thanks for doing it all for the peckerheads and humanoids. Now take that title, march into that coward Bill Simmons office, and tell him to broker the reunion we've all been waiting for because the gold speaks. They podcast. You broadcast. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Run it up. The promo. Run it up. I, I forgot. <laughs> I should have made a shirt. I forgot about the uh, the iPod, the you podcast, I broadcast. Moment. Can you even read another email after that one? No, by the way, there's still a lot. That was left, that so, was there was uh, that was mage, dude. We'll 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 save some more, but let me just give the shout outs here. Ed Klein, um, gifts at Bloomingdale's. Oh no, sorry, that's something else. Um, <laughs> Marcus White, Andrew Stern, Mark, Matt, Logan, Adam, Joe, Benjamin Graham, everyone who reached out. It was truly I thought there would be so much hate. And I'm not saying there wasn't. I'm sure if I searched my name, I could find hate galore. But I'll tell you what, not a lot of hate came knocking. I saw a lot of love for it actually being sort of a creative and fun way to to use the 24-7 title. Yeah, the, if searching for the hate is like a needle in a haystack, it was a lot of love on, on Sunday. Like I said, it was the greatest one of my life. 
and no no dips text was dips at dips texted that was the greatest moment of my life and the greatest moment in wwe history agreed and then fo- and then followed it up with i haven't felt this way since my bar mitzvah <laughs> i believe you were feeling. more excited for like this. as the- i know i i I believe you were more excited for this than your bar mitzvah. Because with your bar mitzvah, well, I was going to say you weren't nervous, but but I'm sure you were nervous. When you saw me heading over and you knew it was about to happen, were you nervous? Well, at my bar mitzvah, I knew what was going to happen because I, I had phonetically written out the entire Torah portion and memorized it. So I faked like I was going to read the Torah. And really, I just had it all in my head and was faking it with the wand, with the little fakakta. Are you kidding? Oh, yeah, I memorized the whole thing verbatim, the whole thing. The revelation of I've never told anybody. So you I've never told anyone. (laughs) By the way, you just broke kayfabe in the in the worst way (laughs) imaginable. (laughs) I mean, you might you might as well you might as well be Bret Hart just going on Twitter and being like, "By the way, the whole thing was a work." (laughs) (laughs) I literally just took the pointer and just like pointed it wherever I, I I needed to point it at the Torah to make pretend I was reading, but I wasn't reading at all. I wasn't reading. So, so real quick, funny thing about that, um, Natalie uh, is speaks Hebrew, mm. but she doesn't read Hebrew, right? She just speaks Hebrew at home. She doesn't I read see. it. So I, I, I occasionally want to like, I wanted to tell her a word. I wanted to be like, what does this, we were trying to think of the word for something. So I was like, let me Google it and see. Because I asked her a random word. She's like, I don't know what the word for that is actually. So I go and look it up and then it says it in Hebrew. And dip trying to read Hebrew without vowels—it's a nightmare. Uh, but, but people go and go with that. They—they—they. They, 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 I mean, they, you know, that's what Israelis they do. They read. They read Hebrew a thousand percent without vowels. They don't need vowels. Like you need the vowels. Yes. They don't need the dots. They don't need the things. They don't need anything. Dip, and I'm sorry, everyone and SGG who has no idea what we're talking about. I will. I'll end it here. The other day, I was talking to one of Natalie's friends about this very same subject. And I, I then explained for the first time out loud that idea. What? So it was so it was so I had never said out loud because I've only talked with other Jews about it. The idea of no vowels. So they're like, well, what do you mean? No vowels. And I had to be like, well, in Hebrew, when you learn it and you don't know how to speak it and you don't know how to read it, when you learn, there are dots that signify certain sounds. And I'm like, one dot is like an E sound, yeah. and, uh, and then three, three dots are an S sound, and the three in a line is an O sound. Down. And I'm like, it was, I, it was the first Ooh, time I, I'd e, ever I, expressed e, I, it. I, I, <laughs> Stop. I'm telling you. By the way, when uh, I when Natalie heard me doing like Hanukkah prayers in the way that I do Hebrew, she was basically like, "What the." Is that? I, I used to, that's what I used to read. I used to, I was really good. I mean, I forget everything, but it's a beautiful language. If you yeah, no, but no, no, no. But the thing is, no, you still read it like an American. We all learn how to read it like yeah. Americans. We have the thickest accent. She's like, she was like, it doesn't really. She's like, it's hard to recognize what you're even saying. Really? That's how, we are that bad. Wow. Oh, we are. Think about what we do. Ain Kelo Hainu, Ain Kado Nainu, Ain Kamoshi, Ainu, blah, 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 yeah, Alenu Lishabeakladon, Hako. I haven't heard that in we years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Leafne Melek, Malheo. However, 
What, by the way, the pop the pop that the Jews listening are doing is bigger than the twenty four seven championship. <laughs> but but I will say, but but like think about it. We just say it the way we say it. We're not adding all the zhuzh. Yeah, there's no zhuzh. I have never with. done zhuzh. I, I would love to learn the zhuzh. Uh, no, it's so it's so far removed. I it's hard. Yeah. Anyways, um, so thank you everyone for list, not only supporting but listening to us ramble about that. And we look forward to the the emails rosenbergbeats at gmail dot com with uh, shirt ideas. And I would love to come back next week with one. We gotta we gotta capitalize while I'm still fighting for this title. Um, so the rumble itself. Um, does everybody agree? Let's start positive. Does everybody agree that the men's rumble was mage? Yeah. I no. Do. No, I can't. I- Oh, I no. I thought you did. Um, no. I mean, I I couldn't even concentrate or function after what had occurred previously. That's I, I was shaking. That's I, I, fair. My body fair. Was, was erupting with emotion. I, I I didn't even know I was dry heaving over the toilet. I didn't even. I was so so nervous and worried and happy at the same time. I didn't even know what to do. Dip, you know what? That is fair because that's the exact same reason why I need to go back and rewatch uh, Roman KO. Because from what I read, it was a great match, but I have no idea because I was looking at the screen and seeing Rosenberg jump for joy with the twenty four seven championship in his hand. So I, I have to go back and check. Yeah, you no, know, I, 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 I was so excited. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm DMing. I'm, I'm dry heaving. I'm, oh, there's Carlito. Oh, there's Kane. I, you know, I couldn't <laughs> even like. I was, my head was just numb. I didn't even know so, what to say. so, so, Dip, that was. I texted Dip earlier in the day, and I said, well, I've had something spoiled for me. And he says, please don't tell me. And how funny is it that the number one thing I would have popped for, that I've been calling on this podcast for a damn near decade for, is is Carlito. And I find out by walking into the locker room, and he's just sitting there. And I was like, ah, (laughs) Carlito. (laughs) Hold on. Did you say something to him? Do you want to pop? Oh my! I told him. I said. I said you. After we got to talking, I've never really hung out with him before. But he was in my locker room, so we hung out for a long all day. So I was like, I just need you to know, you are the guy. You are the spot I would have freaked out for. I was like, I've been waiting for. I spit in the face. I was like, I told him how the best. Okay, there are two things. Is he a great guy? That. Oh, he's a great guy. Uh-huh. There are two things that were the highlights of the day. One I'll go into more details on down the line, but I'll I'll give an indication. And it was getting pointers, getting pointers on how to um, handle the task at hand from Randy Orton. That, to me, was, I was like, asking advice to Randy Orton is like, I I mean, Picasso, throw me me a brush and uh, show me what you do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he's, like, one day... No matter how we feel about this era, or no matter what, Randy, when it comes to just naturally being what he is, is one of the greatest ever. And, and that was just, like, incredible. And then I had a conversation with Carlito at his Royal Rumble return about whether or not he should use the apple. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I, you got you to use the apple. Now, well, why wouldn't he use There's some obvious. You can't spit well, I think there's. I, I don't know. You can't, spit on, you can't spit on people. You can't spit in the face. Yeah. I think you can't spit in the face. You can't. I wanted him to spit in the face. Yeah. Uh, no, I. I, I would have happy with him spit. I wanted to spit too, in the but face. I understand. If if Carlito, yeah, I get it. If the no. spot was that the other night that Carlito was going to spit in your face, you'd let him spit in your face. Yeah. A hundred percent. A thousand percent. Now, 
Now, by the way, did you guys hear the same thing I heard? When Carlito came out, I was watching at that point, and when Carlito came out, all I could hear was Vince McMahon going, damn it, he looks great. No, I noticed that he only he only, he only rubbed oil on his abs and not the rest of his body. So the abs were shiny and the rest of his body. Was- <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. Did you see that? Yeah. The shiny abs of the Oh, the shiniest abs in the best today. But I, I got to tell you, he, he does look. Man. But he, he physically looks great. He looks great. great. Yeah. He looks great. I mean, is there a reason? Okay, so prediction. Do you think Carlito's on TV next week or no? I don't think, think so. so. I think so. No. You think so? You don't. Well, I know so. Rhea, Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest are now officially on the roster, so that's 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 a given. That was. Announced. Did we see Rhea Ripley on Monday? I know we saw her on Sunday. No, but they're. I think they're both going to be on SmackDown. Damian Priest was on Monday. Damian oh, he Priest was. I didn't. Was oh, yeah, Damian Priest. Okay. I only saw half the show. He was okay. Yeah. Yep. Actually, I liked what they did with Damian Priest. They they used they they brought him in with Bad Bunny. It was a Bad Bunny Miz. I TV, didn't see that yet. Damian Priest. Damian Priest came in and and. I mean, I think I'd, I'd imagine there's a decent chance we see Bad Bunny and Damian Priest against Miz and Morrison as the fun match at Mania. Yeah, which that would be my prediction. a smart use of uh, Damian Priest if you want to sneak him on the main roster. Just like instead of like, oh, he's a threat. He's super dangerous. He's like trying to make him be like the biggest the biggest thing ever. Just throw him up there with Bad Bunny. He's a fun loving guy, you know, Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican. Just have him handle him, and then by the time you know it, he's been on the main roster for weeks, and then he can just do what they want him to do after that. Well, and also, and well, a he gets the rub of being next to Bad Bunny, mm-hmm. which is Bad Bunny's a monster star. And then number two, he gets to basically single handedly beat Miz and Morrison at WrestleMania. Yep, potentially. Um, I think it's a good. I think it's a good way to use Damian Priest. I have, I have no issues with it. I hope we see more Carlito. The reason I'm not hopeful is because they used him in a tag. It just made me think like, unless they somehow just make Carlito and and Jeff Hardy sort of a nostalgia well, tag here's together. The, here's why I think they Wait, do use. Did him. I miss something? Carlito Carlito was on TV last night. You saw no, that? I didn't. I I I, did I, I mean maybe I didn't watch as much of the show as I thought. I fell asleep. Yeah, Carlito oh, Carlito tagged with Jeff Hardy. Yes. So I don't know if that affects your opinion. Carlito Carlito tagged with Jeff Hardy. Oh, time. mate. Here's why I think they keep him around, too. Like, like you said, he showed up last night instead of it just being like a one-off for the Rumble because, I mean, let's, let's be honest. As much as they love Carlito and love having Legends back, they don't love them enough to bring them at the Rumble and then bring them the next day to do nothing in the future going into the road to WrestleMania. That's like precious airtime for everybody instead of just. Well, I don't think, though, I don't. You know, they did this with MVP last year, and I don't know when they made the decision to keep him full time. But it was not immediately. Like, I do think it's a bit of like a let's see how it goes and let's see what he's like to work with. Let's see where he's at these days. Yeah, but it's also not a one-off, though, right? It wasn't like immediately he'll come back. But it wasn't like, all right, I'm going to do Rumble and I'm going to do Raw and then you'll never see me again. It's like. He's. I think he at least has a month of TV and different things in the company before they figure out if he's better suited as an agent or just out of the company and they gave him like a little victory lap. But I, I don't think it was just these last two appearances that we saw. I, I hope so. I, listen, no one hopes that to be true. And Carlito likes money. They're going to pay him. The, they're going to pay he him does. probably better than he's been getting paid. Well, it's not. Listen, I'm sure Carlito is willing to come back. Yeah. It's a matter of if they decide they want to bring Carlito back. I, I would, he, I I would so. say the people lobbying for him to be a full-time uh, member of the roster is probably the produce industry in Florida. 
You know what? It's <laughs> between that and the former twenty four seven champion, what more does he need? I yeah. mean, this is the man. High the man should be back. Um, I but I think physically it looks like he could still be good. How old is Carlo? Um, I'm not sure. I know he was young, and I didn't realize how young he was until they showed like the video package of him from his debut, and it's like. Uh, make a prediction. I'm gonna say he's 41. What were they? What did they call him in the beginning? Carlito Caribbean Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm I I'm the best. He he's is 41. 41. He's gonna be 42 the soon. Of, uh, February 21st. Of of Peter Rosenberg. You know, one thing I noticed yesterday that is true. Uh, the former 24/7 champion. The the I noticed yesterday, they introduced him as from the Caribbean. That's mage. I don't know, but I wonder why they went to that instead of from Puerto Rico. Do you think they're trying to just they were trying to tap back into Caribbean? Wasn't pool? he always billed as um from the Caribbean? He wasn't billed as from Puerto Rico. Where is he from? The Bronx? I don't think so. <laughs> no, he's he's from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Oh, he's from Puerto Rico. He's yeah. New York. He's the. No, you didn't. Dip. You know, what? and his I'm not father... editing this. You're going to have to deal <laughs> his, with this. His, his father's father like Carlos big... Colon. He's from Puerto Rico. Oh, that's a big weird. promoter. Uh, Dip's gonna be Dip's gonna be texting me. You gotta edit it out. I legitimately thought he was from New York. No, he's Carlos Colon's son, so he grew up in Puerto yeah, Rico. Not, and he said he still spends a good amount of time. Not all Puerto Ricans there. are from New York, Dip. Just most of them. I, I never said that. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just most of them. Just most of them is correct. That is that is actually a fact. Um so, anyways, uh I thought the uh, here's what I liked about the men's rumble. I was surprised by the final four. I thought it was a slightly interesting, different Final Four than I well, imagined. Well, the actual Final Four, because remember, Randy, and after Edge clears out, it's, he comes back. So it's Final Five. Okay. Wait, so it was it was Edge, Randy, Christian, Braun. Yeah, and who who did Braun eliminate? Um, who was the? Oh, was it Rollins? Was it Rollins in the Final Four? I think I think Rollins, but let's get clear on that. But I, th- I think so. Um. Oh wow! Uh, apparently, Booker T said, uh, "Put Carlito in the hurt business." I'm not mad at that at all. That'd be mage. I'm not mad at that either. Up oh, exclusive news on Carlito's status. Carlito is on a three-week trial run with WWE. Good job, SGG. Yeah. Is that official? <laughs> it's that as is official as WrestlingInc.com. It's as official as all the other news and rumors that we that we talk about. <laughs> Carlito to the Hurt Business would be mage. Yeah. And then it becomes a little bit, and then they're going to get rid of Cedric. Yeah, right? because, I mean. And, and when, when when Cedric's out, then the Hurt Business is all these OGs from the same time. It's I think that's mage, I like that. dude. I, yeah, I, like, could be, I like that. That could be fire. That's I'm into it. I'm yeah, I like this. it. Yeah. So what, what, what was it, Rollins? Yeah, it was. It was Rollins, Braun, Edge, so, Christian, and then oh, Randy like Orton. Like eight or nine else. people in it were like all headliner mage people. Yeah. Who Really? Who are the – do you have the whole list? AJ Styles was, was in the final there? 10. Um, Sheamus, Cesaro, Seth Rollins, Braun, Christian, um, <laughs> Riddle. I got to say – I got to say Christian, Christian looked great. He did great. look great. He looked I got to tell you. He really did. That was a cool twist. For some reason – 
I was not thinking about Christian. He's been long. He's been gone long enough that his and 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 the whole business with him and Edge felt mm-hmm. long enough. I don't know. I wasn't thinking about him coming. We were saying, back at all. We were saying I, I, we would I, I love surprised. to see a, a tag t- like a final tag title reign for the two of them. Which yeah, would I wouldn't be mind it. Way to go. Oh, that that would be fun. Yeah. That would be yeah. fun too. Um, it listen in general, we got the most expected outcome for the women's rumble, and we got the most or second most expected outcome of the men's Bianca Belair. I have a lot, uh, but I have a lot more issue with the women's rumble than the men's. Really? I thought that was yeah, the better I, rumble. For I, me. I'm, I'm really. Yeah. No, I didn't. I, I mean, slightly I, though. Okay, it's really, I, it really is slight. But I mean, because with the rumbles, right? It seems like they fall in this pattern of doing one or two things. It's either like a, like a veteran who's already very accomplished, who they just need something for them to do at Mania gets it, or it's like a young up and comer that gets hot shotted into the main event status that gets it. And I like that they went both ways with it. And you know, if there had to be some, because everybody knows my prediction was Bailey. Um, which would have been sort of in a similar camp as Edge is just like a veteran who doesn't need it but just needs something to do at Mania. But I don't mind Bianca Belair being there at all. Like No, 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 no. I <laughs> It had to be Bianca Belair. I have Dip and I, I don't know if you listened to the pod me and Dip did, the only thing that would have, I would have, I mean, listen, when we came up with the Tamina idea, I mean, that I thought that sounded amazing, like a shock and it would be awesome. Um, but I'm all for Bianca Belair yeah. winning. I'm thrilled for her. The thing that I'm obviously hung up on is how do you go from Alexa Bliss almost beating Asuka on Friday to being dumped like a piece of garbage on Sunday? If you want, here's my thought. If you if you thought she didn't make sense in the Rumble, you didn't think that her winning the Rumble made sense, you didn't think her being, whatever. In my opinion, she should have acted insane and eliminated herself. Yeah. That looked so weak. I agree. That looked so weak. She almost beat Asuka. Why is she? They just lift her up and dump her out. And she's like, well, the- no. She should have. When the switch happens, she should have leaned up on the ropes like she does, rocked herself, and flipped out. That should have been it. But they didn't let her switch, though. That's the whole thing. And that's the problem with that. Like, they're now bouncing back and forth between, like, three different forms of Alexa Bliss, which is, like, Funhouse Bliss and then, now. like, throwback bliss which is apparently not her weakest form and then like the full-blown right. demon and you know thankfully Rhea ripley didn't let her go full-blown demon while everybody else was i don't know what they were doing we need um it, it's it's st- the alexa bliss stuff is starting to it needs to culminate into something like in the next two weeks two they got until april no i'm saying like yeah, we need mean- something to progress yeah, there there needs to be a match that means something. There, I, I agree. I, I think you know the, she's not going to wrestle Randy Orton, if, so Rand, that needs to either like, like the I need something. I need something. Yeah. Speaking of Randy Orton too, so I mean the you, the burn the the fireball burn victim thing was it was a progression, but he seemed to completely erase that because at the Royal Rumble he came out he's like the fastest heel and burn victim. There was no mask. There was no red on his face. He was fine on Sunday. I. I I was not very into the burn thing for that's one of the reasons why. Like, where do you where do you kind of go from there? It's it's difficult. Um, what about at Fastlane if we got Bliss and Fiend versus Randy and someone? Who? Yeah, who would be foolish enough to stand next to Randy? 
Oscar. Yeah. I, I get Randy it. and Oscar versus that, Bliss and Fiend. I just want to see something fun with the Fiend, you know. Um, and by the way, I feel so good about my original thoughts about Rhea Ripley potentially going on to be the goat. She's so good. She's mage. Can it, she's mage? She, she looked and and it felt refreshing to see her right. She looks now, even though it even though it hasn't been that long. I was wondering if they were going to put her in the Rumble, but uh, I you know frankly I thought she could have won it. If if it wasn't, I mean, I know she was. The, I wouldn't have been surprised if they if they gave Rhea, you know. But she was in the WrestleMania no, w- two years ago, so. No, I wouldn't have been surprised either. I, I listen. There's a chance that Rhea and Bianca could could really be the women's division rock in Austin. Mm. You know that they could really be like they go back and forth for five years. Like Sasha and Bailey are amazing, and they they'll have their place. But Rhea and Bianca, when it comes to the athleticism, they're both on a different level stratosphere altogether. More than Charlotte? I I think they're... Charlotte is a better legitimate, like, probably if you went and played football and or basketball or everything, Charlotte's probably the better athlete than Rhea. Bianca's the best of the three. But, but Rhea, to me looks less like Charlotte looks more like a traditional athlete. Rhea looks like this athletic badass. She, it's like it's combo. She's an attraction. <laughs> yeah. She, she is. Damn it, look at her. You have to stare right at her. So uh we'll see. Um Roman uh sorry, Goldberg uh Drew I don't even need to listen to hear Dip talk about it. He'll have nothing nice to say. Thought it was the best, best um, match. Drew won. <laughs> thought it was the best. You match. thought it was the best match of the night? No. Did you actually or no? Okay, That's a little nuts. Um, I thought was it fine though? Yeah, I thought it was fine. I thought it was. It was well done. I mean, it wasn't. I expected Goldberg to take it, but it was really well done because I mean, you can't give Goldberg fifteen minutes, fifteen twenty minutes. It was exact length it need to be. They both looked strong. Um, and they did exactly what they wanted to do with the championship. They made Drew look strong going out of it. Um, all right. Well, listen. This is this is uh, not an absolutely full recap. SGG, do you have black power rankings? Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, black y'all, and I'm black y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black y'all, and I'm black y'all, and I'm black y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black y'all. I'm blickety black, blacker than black, black. I'm blacker than black, yo, because I'm black and I'm black. Yo, I'm black and I'm black y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black y'all, and I'm black y'all, and I'm black y'all. All right. Well, SGG, it's time for the Shad Gaspard post Royal Rumble. Black power. I mean, I hate to I hate to repeat myself, but I'm I'm gonna do the same thing I did last week. This one belongs all to Bianca Belair because, like you guys said, she was by far and away the star of the Royal Rumble. Not just amongst the black talents, but really amongst everybody. She made history too, by the way, um, being just the second black person to win a Royal Rumble in WWE history. It's it's now just her and The Rock. So you saying that her and uh, Ripley as the the new rock in Austin is is very apropos right Ooh. now. It's very, it hits Beautiful. different. <laughs> it does. You know the, but, yeah, yeah. So, but Bianca Belair, like, when you just string together everything from that chronicle and all the momentum that she had going into it, and her calling her shot, and then winning it, and then seeing how everybody felt about that win and how proud they were of her, and we all are. 
there's nobody else that can stand next to her this week or last week. Bianca Belair. No, she, she's at 100%. Um, she's a star. Very excited for her. Um, shouts to Bianca Belair. We got to get on we the do. podcast, by the we way. We do. Um, I know she, I'm, I'm going to see if I can make that happen. Um, all right, everyone, we'll come back with a nice full-length next week, uh, full-length episode. Um, RosenbergBeats at gmail.com. Also want to give a big shout-out to Greg Hamilton, who really crushed it with his Peter oh. Rosenberg. Oh, I got to give props to Greg Hamilton. That let, was awesome. Let Tip me just say that the Royal Rumble, we, we asked for it, and the Royal Rumble weekend gave us something. He did. You know what? You're a, we got some things. We got a, a couple of somethings. We, we got something. Th- they gave us something. There was something. There was something. All right, everyone, stay major and enjoy yourselves. Here is your winner and the new 24-7 champion, Peter Rosenberg. I'm going to get you, Michael K. It's professional wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. At this time, I would like to introduce in the corner to my left. The majesty. like sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together also ladies and gentlemen at this time i would like to introduce shout out to that guy Greg. red heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form m-m-m-m-mage.